Welcome to the Brain Gain Youngstown Leadership Series Podcast. Each week, we'll learn from leaders who are driving change and making an impact. Now here's your host, the CEO of the Youngstown Publishing Company, Jeff Leo Herman. We are live. Rod, we are live. Hey, buddy, finally. Welcome, everyone, to the Mercer County Membership Spotlight. We are here live at Penn Northwest Development Corp, standing here with Rod Wilt, Executive Director. Rod, thank you for having us in today. Oh, man, thank you. First ever, right? First ever, first of its kind, membership spotlight for Mercer County. So, Rod, tell us about Penn Northwest, all the great work that's happening. Well, I've been here since October, and uh, we say we run around here with our hair on fire, you know, because we're really excited about the opportunity. I see the extinguishers. That's right. right. (laughs) That's right. No, but we're really excited about what we have going on here at Penn Northwest. We're a membership-driven organization. We're the certified economic development organization for Mercer County. What that means is as federal, state, and county money are generated to promote economic vitality and growth in Mercer County, it probably comes through this office in some way, shape, or form. So we are funded by our county commissioners, and we're very thankful for that. We have a great partnership. But today you're going to hear from some of our members because we're also Absolutely. a membership-driven organization. They're all right behind They're us, all everybody. Lined up here, we have six them. companies coming, so stay tuned. This live session, right, Mercer County Membership Spotlight. That's right. A great lineup you won't want to miss. Some amazing companies, many you've heard of. Some will be really amazing surprises, too. So. And surprise is right because right. one of the things that I learned when I got here in October is just how much ingenuity, innovation, and business vitality we have going on in Mercer County. And we just want to build on that. Our primary focus, Jeff, has been on the companies that are already here. Right. We want to help them grow and expand. And you're going to hear some numbers today that will hopefully blow your mind. Blow your mind, right. Exactly. That's the point. But we also want uh, other people to see, wow, we really do have some really cool things going on here in Mercer County, and we want to be a part of it. So we either want to pick up and move there, or we want to plant another flag there as some of our companies have. Right. Fantastic. And we're here at Linden Point. This building, this facility, this campus is amazing. Tell us a little bit about yeah, this. And you I saw mean, my reaction like, ooh, yeah, this is yeah. a really cool spot because right. uh, the city of Hermitage, a number of years ago, working with the Commonwealth and uh, the federal government, decided that they were going to build an innovation center here in the southern part of the county. And this is uh, way back when. I've heard this is like the old city of Hermitage Airport property from way back when. Wow. So we're sitting up here on the flat part of uh, this little knob uh, here in southern Mercer County, uh, right off of Route 18. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we have a a couple of dozen buildings here. In fact, we're going to hear from a developer that owns a couple of the buildings here at Linden Point and leases them out. We're going to be on our show here in a little bit. But this particular building uh, is where innovation comes to incubate. Uh, to get kind of involved in getting their business started. We pack them full of a lot of resources. We try and support them financially. And uh, there's been some pretty big companies launch out of here. Probably the most famous one is Gecko Robotics, which is now uh, getting close to, they've crusted the 100, 200, 300 million dollars. Wow. And a uh, big company. And uh, they actually started here. So we're looking Fantastic. for the next gecko. All right. Well, should we get to the next? Yeah, gecko? let's bring right. somebody in. Yeah, let's bring in Kip Hoffman Kip from the Community Counseling Center. So, Kip, Kip, welcome. Oh, now Kip is a dynamic guy. I just yeah, want to. Yeah, thanks for coming today, in. Kip. Appreciate no, it. Thank you. I'll, I'll step back. But this guy has been doing what he's doing, working on the mental health aspect of uh, Mercer County. And right now, his big focus, Jeff, and you're going to ask him a few questions and draw this out of him. Big focus is linking mental health services with the business community to make sure when people are coming back to work after COVID, 
that they're supported, that they have someone to talk to, that right. they're working through this kind of back to work and all the stresses that might be out there. So. Yeah, I, I want to jump into these stresses, but first share a little bit about your organization. Well, Community Counseling, we've been around since uh, 1957, so about 64 years that we've been in business. And it's really been a company that's evolved over those, those 64 years. Uh, and our footprint is Mercer County, basically. That's uh, that's our, our area that we provide the services in, and, and uh, that's that's our, our primary area of focus. Okay. And, and as far as the, the, given the current environment we're in, I bet you your services are in great demand these days, correct? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Yeah. And, and we talked about linking with the business communities and also the families mm -hmm. of, of those that uh, are connected to the, to the business communities as well. So, um, yeah, we've seen a significant increase with, uh, with COVID. Uh, and even prior to COVID, as as we continue uh, to uh, deal with the you know with our local environment and, and with uh, the the area that you know that we call home. Right, right. What's it like to operate in Mercer County? How has it changed over time? I, I think it's a great place to to, to work and, and, and to live. I, I live in Mercer County as well. Um, it it I always go back to the people in mm -hmm. the community that we serve and to the businesses and to those people that we serve. And, you know, we, we bring in a lot of expertise and, and uh, a lot of our folks uh, are, we have a credentialed and licensed therapist uh, on, on the master's level and uh, PhD and doctoral level. So the uh, quality of service that we bring to the community is good. And also uh, the type and the nature of the services that we, that we provide at community counseling are here. As a 501c3 not-for-profit entity, we are we are an independent provider that works hard to collaborate with our community partners along with our businesses to make sure that the supports are here in Mercer County so that that everybody can really actualize aspirations and, and dreams. Right. Can you share a recent experience, something that made an impact? You know, how, how did how did that make you feel? Your say your colleagues feel. You know, Rod. Or, yeah, uh, Rod was talking about this uh, just a minute ago in terms of me being around here a long time and. And it was really interesting because over the last, it seems like two or three weeks, I've run into four people that, you know, whose lives I've had the opportunity to touch and who have been successful in, in, in their recovery. And it's really been neat. And, and the one gentleman I spoke with, um, he said, you know, he said, you know, I, I saw you guys in the in the 70s, and he said, you know, I've got 38 years sobriety right now. Wow, and wow that's amazing. And we've got other folks in, in terms of uh, recovery and, and their work in terms of uh, dealing and managing uh, mental health issues and priorities. And the biggest thing that, that I've seen is that uh, the faith-based community, the business community, in, embracing the residents of the community to help them along their way and along their journey, along their path, because we know that 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 recovery does indeed happen, and that people can and do recover. And Kip, you've got locations all across the county. We do. We we have uh, our three offices in Grove City, in Greenville, and in Shenango Valley here in Hermitage, but we also uh, have a presence in all the school districts as well oh. in providing school-based services for for kids and for families of of school age kids. Fantastic. How can people yeah. get a hold of you guys? Well, you can get a hold of us by by, by calling us. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, our our number seven two four nine eight one seven one four one. Or we have a presence on the on the web, uh, and we have a, a web address which is www. Uh, www. Uh, um, mer. 
you know what? <laughs> we'll link it up in the, we'll in the notes. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. But, but on that note, we've been talking a lot about telehealth as well. Right. And how, right. how we can start linking the right. community right. to your organization through right. Zoom or Microsoft right. Teams or Facebook or something like that. Exactly. And one of the things that went back to COVID in, in the onset a year and a half ago is that we had to pivot really quickly from, from an in-person face-to-face uh, service delivery to to telephonic and to um, uh, telehealth, mm -hmm. which is basically like the Zoom platform uh, or Microsoft Teams, some of those platforms. And what happened when the pandemic hit is that they relaxed a lot of the um, requirements, which really has been good because I think in, in some areas, certainly in Pennsylvania, we're really over-prescribed over with regard to regulation. So this kind of opened it up. Uh, and it really uh, kind of fast-tracked, if you will, the opportunity for telehealth in, in, in behavioral health, uh, in behavioral health services. So we really had a great opportunity to, to make this transition, and we've kept up with that by obviously training and developing staff in this particular arena, because our folks are, are, are well-schooled and, and talented in terms of delivering behavioral health services, but telehealth was something new, so we wanted to make sure that that um, you know that that their that their capacity and that their skill sets were there to be able to provide uh, quality service to the folks that uh, that we delivered the services to. So we pivoted very quickly. We went to telehealth and we delivered that service. And what I really appreciated about our payers is that the main thing, and it still exists to this day, too, to a great extent, is that we want you to stay engaged with the folks. We want you to to be there for the individuals and being able to connect either telephonically or through through telehealth has been has been a great opportunity. Now we're back face-to-face, -face and we're looking at a hybrid going forward face-to-face oh, -face as well, because it doesn't work for everybody. It's, right. not, it's not the panacea. And that's what I was going to mention, Jeff, is, you know, what's really cool is, you know, through community counseling and they're evolving into this new digital age, is you can still get up and go to work, you can still teach, you can still work at one yep. of our plants, factories, and you can still stay engaged with the counseling that's helping you get through the day so you can be a better productive parent and employee at the same time or you know and I, I just think i've learned a lot about that in the last several months yeah. very very good stuff and the other thing we're working on is the community services so we can come to them in, oh, in, okay. in several of our programs and services that we deliver in addition to the clinic-based um, services because not everybody has the capacity within their home or with you know to be able to provide that confidentiality which is really important in the services that we deliver right. as well right so well, that face-to-face -face is, is still a key key component. fantastic i mean kip thanks for the important work you do i really appreciate you you know you appearing here on our first ever mercer county membership You're spotlight the first of the first, first, well, of the first. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh we thank you for your time sure. we're going to invite our next members to the floor so yes, if thanks, you'd like to so proceed down the hall yeah, and meet up yeah. with mike thanks thanks everyone and, and the reason we're here today as as David here gets settled, we'll bring him in here in a second. Is uh, we just released today our mid-August edition, and the spotlight is on Mercer County and our Shenango Valley spotlight, and that's why we brought together this cool event. We kind of brainstormed this cool event, first ever event with Penn Northwest Development Corp here at Linden Point, and we're live on Facebook. And so, Rod, would you like to introduce our next well, I, guest? I mean, or is, does he need an introduction? I don't know if he does. I he does it in Mercer knows. County, I'll right. tell you that, man. This is David George, and uh, if you have not heard about what's going on at Joy Cone and Joy Baking Company, you are going to be absolutely amazed. When we talk about a company that is growing uh, meteorically, I mean, like through the roof, uh, tell us first about the history, though, of the company, because this is fascinating, how it went from what it was 
to now what it is. Sure. Uh, thank you for having me today. Um, so we're, uh, we started in 1918. We're actually in our 103rd year. Wow. Uh, uh, started as the George and Thomas Cone Company, which was my grandfather and his uh, brother-in-law. Um, and uh, just Lebanese immigrants um, that uh, just tried to do different things, and uh, the cone thing kind of stuck. Uh, we're started, talking about ice cream cones. We're talking about ice cream cones. Uh, started with one oven that was totally hand-operated, and uh, that's how he got into business and uh, grew from there. Uh, went through some rough times uh, in the 40s when they had a fire. Um, Wait, the whole plant burned down? The just about. I mean, he he rebuilt on site, uh, but it never got back to what it was. And he had been thriving until that time. And then uh, it was a kind of a slow decline until my dad, Joe George, uh, took over in 1964. That was so, the year I was born. That was a great year. It was a great year. Well, it didn't start out great. <laughs> oh, uh, no. So he took that over. I was born in June. Okay. So, you know, maybe the first half wasn't It was so getting great. better by then. Okay, so okay. he took over with, along with his brother in January of 64. And in April, another fire, and that did destroy the plant. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that was uh, clearly a very low point in our 103-year history. But uh, it moved us to our current location at 3435 Lamore Road in Hermitage. It was an old dairy farm, and it was empty, so the, they were able to move in there. And really, from that point on, uh, you know, the first two years were tough. Uh, you know, my dad would talk about they were eligible for food stamps. Wow. He, they'd make the cones. He could put them in a van and drive them somewhere. He was driving. He was driving them. Yeah. yeah. He, uh, so, um, you know, tough days for those first four years. But then, really, by the mid six, late sixties, we introduced the retail joy brand. Prior to that, it was just food service. Okay. Uh, so you selling were just doing ice cream both. shops. You okay. Know. Yeah. Got you. So then, the, the joy brand was introduced in the late sixties. And really, um, you know, the growth has been, uh, uh, I wouldn't say straight up, but it's been upwards since then. Well, you got another location out west. I've never been there, but I've seen a lot of pictures and seen on the website. What goes on out there? So and then we'll come back to what's happening. Yeah, here so our headquarters is here, um, and but we have plants in, uh, a plant in Flagstaff, Arizona, oh. uh, where we make uh, all types of ice cream cones. Just about every cone we make type in here, we also make in Flagstaff. We also have two plants in Lamar's, Iowa, which was part of a major acquisition in 2016 for us, uh, where we make sure cones, wafers, and cookie inclusions. Uh, that plant services what we call the industrial sector. There's, there's three sectors we're in, retail, which is grocery store, food service, which is the ice cream shops, Dairy Queen and McDonald's, and then industrial, which is selling to ice cream manufacturers. So when you go and you buy a drumstick with the uh, frozen novelty, right. we would make the sugar cone. Or if you have an ice cream sandwich, we make the wafer for that. I like so, how he just throws in there like, yeah, yeah. oh, Dairy Queen, McDonald's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, some, just some small some, uh, just some, yeah, small some, some good yeah. partners. Yeah, so, right, right. Um, so we have two plants in, Flag, in Lamar's, Iowa. And we also have a plant in uh, Mexico City. So we make uh, ice cream cones uh, in Mexico and serve the, uh, the Mexican uh, market as well. So those wow. all, they're made in South America and stay in South America? Um, Central America. Central, I'm yeah. sorry. Actually, yeah. it's still North America, technically. Well, that is Texas. Yeah, that's, right. That's, that's, that's the geography America. lesson but, there, making me feel like yeah, my that's okay, education Ross. didn't get yeah. me very far. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate but, see, That's why you're still involved in well, Harvard. Right, higher, you know, right? yeah. he didn't, we didn't get to that, but he yeah. did go to Harvard, so, you know, that's, which is awesome no, as well. No, but we we have the wrestling ball. We do, yeah, absolutely. We have the wrestling team, so I don't want to dis I'm not disparaging your age, but I used to kind of help this guy when he was uh, a little bit Just a couple years behind you, that's yeah, all. Exactly, exactly. So what's the exactly. past been year like from a business standpoint? With, has, did COVID 
dramatically increase your sales? Were you a stay-at-home play, essentially? It's, it's really uh, it's affected us both ways. Mm -hmm. So um, our industrial sector, which mostly goes to the retail uh, end user, uh, consumer, has done great, fantastic. Oh, right. Our retail side has done really well, especially our Joy brand. We've come out with a couple new items, uh, and the Joy brand's really done really well. And what, what are some of those new items? Because so I, I think they're really cool. We have a, a Joy um, Oreo sugar cone. So we make or we Isn't use cool? the Oreo bits to uh, make wow. an Oreo sugar cone, but it's a Joy brand. Um, we have a, uh, a cookie cone. Um, it's a Joy cookie cone, which is a chocolate chip cookie cone. It's a dough-based. Uh, it's a cookie, but in the shape of a cone. Right. So, uh, and we have some birthday cake dip cake cups that's been seasonal. It's been very, um, oh, uh, awesome. done very, very well. So, um, but so, how do you find these ideas, David? How, do they just like, do people just like show them to you, or do you see them out in the market? Do you go to shows? Where, where does this it, stuff come it's from? It's really driven by our people. I mean, internally. We don't hire a bunch of consultants to come in and say, hey, dude, you know. Um, so we kind of look internally. Now, sometimes our customers will come to us and ask us for new ideas, and that kind of like gets the, the, the wheels turning. Okay. So, right, okay. Uh, right. You, yeah. you, you know, you, it gives you an incentive to come out with something new. Yeah. So, but we do that mostly internally. So then the other part of our business is food service. And that last year was hit hard because okay. ice cream shops were closed. Right. Uh, some of our customers took cones off the menu. Uh, but that's come out strong this year. So really all three segments of our business in 2021 has been really strong. Wow. But then they got into the additives as well, right? You're, you're making ingredients now that go into the ice cream. So the, uh, that would be the cookie inclusions. Wow, so, inclusions. Yes. That's like, yeah. okay. Okay. I can okay. remember that. Yeah, just, you can call it cookies with yeah, inclusions. Yeah. So we make... Um, if you buy a cookies and cream ice cream um, at a store, it's a good chance it's our cookies that are in the ice cream. So we make the cookies, mostly chop them up, and send them to the ice cream manufacturer, and they mix them into their products. Okay. Well, so I, I heard Mercer County, Iowa, Arizona, and Mexico. Correct. If you had to say, what's what's it like operating here in Mercer County? Why is it so an, it's such an amazing it, place to operate? It, uh, first of all, all through all our places, we we are doing well, and we have, they're good places to be in business. Right. But I'll tell you that Western PA um, is really fantastic to do business in. And in terms of you know, this is the old industrial area. Now we're we're not heavy industry, but we're a food manufacturer. We're right. manufacturing, and we're twenty four seven. So uh, the work ethic here and that you see on a regular right. basis, uh, people are ready to work the off shifts, the weekends if they have to. Uh, we really, um, you know, I know challenge hiring has been a big issue. Big time. Yeah. Um, and we've hired, I think, over 100 people in the last seven or eight months. Wow, 100 and, people. Yeah, and we're going to be hiring. Uh, I, my partner, I thought it was 120. He told me it's 150 um, for this upcoming year. So we've gone a long way, and we're going to be going a long more way to uh, to get to where we need to be. Uh, but this is where we want to do it, and uh, this is where we, of all the areas, it's easier to hire here. Uh, it's easier to staff here than in the other areas. Uh, so the, the work ethic in Western PA uh, is, has been tremendous. Uh, it's a great place to raise your kids. I think oh, yeah. everybody hears that. I, 30 years ago, that kind of like, they, we didn't were talking about this earlier. It didn't, it didn't register. I was like, yeah. what? You know, yeah. you don't worry about that. But as you get a little bit older, 
you really start to appreciate those things. And right. having, I live in Sharon. I have a six-minute commute into my her yes. hermitage. Right. I mean, yeah. it's can't, can't beat, beat it. that. No. Right. Yeah. Well, David, it's been a joy learning about Joy Cone. Oh, <laughs> yeah, how that. long did it take you to? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. No, so, so you're a staple of the community. We really appreciate appreciate learning everything about. I had no idea. You had, you know these facilities and plants, and you know across the U.S., if not globally. So, yeah. congratulations you. on Thank all the great much. success. Founding members of Penn Northwest, all the way back in 1985. Yes, that's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Appreciate you, buddy. Yeah, thanks, David. Awesome stuff. We have another guest. Thanks, David. Stephen, any? Do you have your guitar? That's the key, right? Oh, this no, guy. So you guys have to stay tuned for this. Yeah, this guy. I say he about this guy. He doesn't have his guitar, but Jeff, I wish he had his guitar. I, I say about this guy. He brings his own weather. Wherever right. Stephen is. Sunny guy. Wherever Stephen is, it's 75, it's sunny, <laughs> it's breezy. One of my favorite spinning. LinkedIn connections here, oh, right? Oh, this guy. He's only got like Thanks, thousands of yeah. connections. Right. So. Tell Ten, us about 10, yourself. 10,000? <laughs> yeah. 10, 10, Are you yeah, kidding? Yeah, 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 it's guy. a guitar, right? Is it the guitar? Oh, yeah. You know, they just they come in droves when yeah, you yeah. get the guitar oh, out. Right. You know, but, uh, right. Yeah. Now, give us the rundown. So tell us uh, who you are and what you do, Stephen. Yeah. My name is Stephen Kelleher. I'm a vice president and founder of an organization uh, right here in Sharon called Kismet PEO. Um, Kismet PEO is a, kind of an evolutionary vision uh, come to life by my partner, Lou Kachulis. Right. Uh, Lou is very well known you know, in the Shenango Valley, particularly in Sharon, for the multitude of companies that he already has in existence. I mean, everything started with Gilbert's Risk Solutions. And out of that, four other companies were born, really listening. It, it was Lou being attuned to the voice and the needs yeah. of the customers. I joined Lou in 2018 um, with a sister company called Synergy Comp, mm -hmm. originally as his director of talent acquisition and development. And then when you get with Lou and you get near Lou, you kind of get on that raft right, right. ride, right? Oh, yeah. right? You know, oh, yeah. he, he's extremely visionary, oh, and, yeah. and he wanted to do something with HR, and that's kind of where the concept was born. And we decided to take it, you know, the ultimate step and create the PEO, Kismet PEO, which stands for Professional Employer Organization. And essentially what we do, we partner with small, emerging small to mid-sized companies. We bring all of the employee management components to the table. So it's human resources out, I'm, now I'm stumbling here, human resources outsourcing. Right. So it could be transactional, daily HR needs, counseling, um, labor law compliance, payroll processing, but access to really powerful benefits like employee health care and 401k plans that are proprietary. Um, we also do the labor law posters. We manage the handbook. There's automated onboarding. So really, it, it's kind of taken all the employee management stuff off of the plate of the owner. Right. The yeah, owners and entrepreneurs, you know, yeah. they're just so focused on running their business. These are such important services, but you don't have time to dig in and do yeah. it appropriately. So well, that's we one see, of the first things I did when I got right. here is hire him to do all that. Stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> I right. did. I yeah, mean, what we see great. is we see entrepreneurial people that, that have a really great idea for a product or service, so they rush headlong into business, hang their shingle, get into it, but they're not experts in human resources, hiring, compliance, right. labor law, payroll, right, all these different things that we provide. So the idea is to partner with us, let us handle all that to allow the business owners to focus on the development and growth of their businesses. Fantastic. Well, what's it like operating here in Mercer County? Incredible. I mean, when you think about the demographic, the, the, the geography component, right, in an hour and a half you can be in downtown Erie, you can be in downtown Pittsburgh or downtown Cleveland. So mm -hmm. right there, I mean, the positioning is just, it's, it's a, a massively target-rich environment for any business, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's really great. But, you know, we, we talk about, you know, Mercer County and why Mercer County and what's unique about Mercer County. And, and Joe touched on it a minute ago. You know, that ethic, yeah. right? But that ethic, which is prevalent everywhere, comes from, I would say, 
a fabric. There's a fabric that's woven into this demographic that includes ethic, that includes morality, mm -hmm. that includes Integrity. doing what is right, just, and right. fair. Right. right. The people, the the ideas, the drive, the hard work ethic. It, it's just an incredible, incredible place. And everywhere I turn, and everyone I get involved with, we just had an event for our client partners, which again, fortunately, Rod is one. So I just saw him the other day, but. How I, I like cried a couple times. Yeah. I mean, during that event, because you're a big sissy. Well, yeah, no. that, yeah, that's it. But no, I mean, there's, there's like, there's love, right? There's, yeah, you know, yeah. like, right. like we, we yeah. depend on one yeah, another, right, right, to deliver concrete results. Well, plus you're here, but I was amazed. Up on the whiteboard, you had written what, 10, 12, 13 30, states, 13, 13 states that we're licensed to, to do business in. So, so we will be expanding. I mean, right now our client base is really distributed pretty evenly between PA and Ohio, but right. we are licensed in multiple states, including states, you know. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, you know, down south. So as we continue to grow and, and bring on new clients, I mean, you know, we're licensed and ready to roll in 13 states. And our next strategy is to, to get some more salespeople on board and backfill some operational people and just keep on rocking and rolling. Fantastic. And Kismet, the name, how did that come up? Oh, you know, I'm so glad you brought that this up. This is a great story. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'll say, you know, just for the sake of this person is, is no longer, you know, part of the group and employed and is in another local business. So I'm just going to remain anonymous on that for now because I don't know how she would feel with me, right, putting this out here. But I had an original partner mm -hmm. um, at Kismet at the time, or actually prior to Kismet at Gilbert's when we were starting to formulate the HR solution before we, we knew we were going to be in a PEO. Lou challenged us. He brought us into the office and said, guys, we're going to do this whole new entity. It's going to be a PEO. Brainstorm on a name. Right. So we went away. This person is incredibly creative. So all the branding, all the color, all the sharp, is kind of our very theme, sharp branding. really came from her mind. She was just absolutely brilliant and savvy in that way. And I, I think like one day and one night went by and then the next morning she called me and she said, hey, I've got something. Come down here. And I walked in. She goes, kismet. Now, a lot of people don't know what that word means, but it means fate written in the stars. I mean, it, it's a legitimate. I mean, I knew what it was. Right. As soon as she hit me with it, I said, that is absolutely beautiful. Think about it. We walk in and you've got a stressed out business owner that has no idea a solution like this exists. And then they say, wow, like the stars have aligned. Like we need this so badly. We never knew it existed, you know, and here it is. And even the formulation of this business and Lou's visionary thought process behind what it would mean to the other companies, but most importantly, the customers and the clients, um, it, it just... It, the stars aligned. It was written in the stars, and it came to be. And and I think it's a perfect name, and I, I love that name very very much. And yeah. I thought it was just a, a just a brilliant name. No, that's great to hear. I when mean, he said that, I'm like, we got to do business, with right? You guys. Right. Seriously. Exactly. So even though we're just a staff of four, you want to talk about a headache problem just solved, eliminated, right? Eliminated. Yeah. It's just great. We can stay in the creative phase, and we let all the back office stuff fall to Stephen and his Thanks, team. Thanks, Rob. Fantastic. And uh, not only that, we have a great friendship that's we do. developed yeah. over the last month. Well, the so. next time, Stephen, you're going to bring your guitar, correct? Because if you haven't connected with Stephen on LinkedIn, do so, and he will, he does riff quite a bit, <laughs> uh, right? Thanks. And when your son's with you, then it really gets... Oh, fun. that's a whole nother, yeah, yeah a whole yeah, nother yeah, level. But, yeah, but you know, maybe, maybe we will, you know, one of these next times, maybe we'll do it. Yeah, this is great. Okay, well, Stephen, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for supporting. You got to get on the hall, though. We have more questions yeah. for you. Thanks. Appreciate thanks, Jeff. The Brain Gain is a collaborative effort, and we'd like to thank our headlining sponsors, including Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoning Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. Also included are 
Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Moransky Companies, the Mahoning County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of the Mahoning Valley. We're here at the Mercer County Membership Spotlight, Penn Northwest Development Corp. We're focused on Shenango Valley and Mercer County here for the mid-August edition. It hits mailboxes today. It hit online this morning. So if you haven't checked out the mid-August edition, I think there's an article in here about a guy named Rod. Oh, geez. Uh, and that, was a waste of, right? that was a waste of ink and paper. No, I think it was a good investment. So, but yeah, uh, Eric, so come, come on, on in here. Eric, yeah. Eric Graven, nice to see you, man. Good to see you. Hey, Eric. Good to see you. I met Eric back in my banking career when he was acquiring uh, Susie Building Supply right Right down Correct. here at the intersection of Sharpsville and, and Hermitage on Route 18, coming in from Greenville. And uh, I was a lender at the time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I met this guy, and he was going to buy this company, and everything worked out great. And I think that was like maybe the first time we met. Absolutely. And how many years ago was that? That's 25. Long. 25 years ago. They just celebrated their 25th anniversary. Fantastic. And since that time, he's bolted on a, another company we're going to hear about today. But uh, Eric's just a dynamic. A dynamic, and he's got the political Jones like I do too. He oh, loves politics, okay. so <laughs> All right. we engaged at that level. When I left the bank and went into politics, I got to uh -huh. hang out with Eric some more. Well, tell us about Stone Kitchens. So. Well, Stone Kitchens actually started out from Susie Builder Supply. Uh, we started out with just making a little bit of limestone products because we were in the brick business, the masonry business, and people started asking about, can you do other things? Can you make a fireplace around? Can you do a little countertop? And so we started building a business actually in the warehouse at the uh, supply house. And after a couple of years, it just seemed like something was really taking off here. Uh, we built a business plan and we approached Penn Northwest. We approached SVIDC, the Shenango Valley Industrial Development Corporation, and the city of Hermitage. And all of them helped us out. We got some financing, which was really beneficial. Uh, and we were able to buy a building uh, on uh, Broadway Road here in Hermitage. Uh, started out doing work more by hand and have been building and building it as an automated uh, factory to make uh, granite countertops, engineered stone products, uh, architectural limestone still, and uh, we keep growing. So it's been a really well, great I've experience. Been an outdoor kitchen and oh, that was our guy right there. <laughs> well, I, I, speaking of outdoor kitchen, right? I bet you I'm surprised you're here today because you're probably so incredibly busy. Because everyone has been investing in their homes over the past it's, year, right? The last year has so. been very busy with that. And uh, the granite business took a little bit of a drop when the COVID virus happened. But fortunately, uh, we were able to get up and running kind of quickly because uh, being able to use your kitchen is essential. And so we were allowed to do installations and uh, production finally. So last year was a pretty, pretty decent year uh, with just that one dip that we had for about three months. And then this year has been uh, steadily growing. So wow. it's, it, we're very fortunate. And where does all that granite come from? Where are you sourcing that? Because oh, you have, uh, you it's have quite all over. the I know, but you have quite the inventory of well, color and design. And I was just blown away. Yeah. I couldn't make up my, my mind when I went down right. there. So A lot of it is, uh, is uh, imported. Uh, granite comes from all over the world. We have uh, stone from Asia, from Saudi Arabia, from Norway, uh, uh, South America is very big for the market, and some American stone, but most wow. of it comes from all over the world. 
And do you focus mainly on new construction or, or homes that are doing some form of? Uh, it's both. We're, uh, a lot of it's been remodeled. Remodel. Uh, uh, yeah. But the new construction has been strong. Uh, one of the uh, uh, businesses right here in the Valley, Universal Development, uh, has uh, asked us to do a lot of their work for them. Uh, so that's a... Uh, a housing development. Uh, we've done work. You'll hear somebody coming up here, a Hudson group. Uh, we've, they do some great building development. We've done stonework for them in the past. Uh, so there's commercial as well as residential. And the two companies kind of feed off of each other as well, right? I mean, even though the yeah. locations are separate. Because um, I didn't even realize that Stone Kitchens was part, I mean, I knew you, but when I came back to the area, I saw the, I drove by there a few times and I'm like, Boy, I don't have to go to Pittsburgh to, to do no. my outdoor kitchen. Then when I went up to get the stone for my house, I realized, oh, well, that's Eric. Well, one of the great things we get to do is refer ourselves back and forth. Yeah. Uh, my wife, Bonnie, she, she heads up the, uh, the business there at Stone Kitchen. So uh, her, the group over there that she runs with uh, will refer people to us. When they come in, they're looking to develop something. Uh, vice versa, if you're building a new home, we'll always say, hey, by the way, <laughs> you know, we have this great granite shop down the street. We're yeah. happy to help you out. Yeah. But the employment growth has been good, though. I mean, you keep adding people. We are. Uh, we're not that big. We run about 15 people right now. Uh, we The biggest thing that we're doing is uh, adding new equipment and new machinery. The type of uh, type of person is changing. Uh, it's not a, as much as a very basic labor, but we need CNC operators and CAD, CAD design people. And uh, it starts out with a digital pattern. Uh, we then have to take that. We then make films. We... Uh, produce the slabs and the slabs go to another machine that then finishes the product and it's all done through the CAD program nowadays. So, so if I'm the, a high school kid with that I'm technically minded, is that it's a good career it's path a great, for me, right? Great career path. Uh, we actually have uh, one kid we just hired here. Uh, his, his father's a Sharon police officer, 19-year-old, uh, and he does digital patterning for us. He's excellent and. It, it, he works independently uh, very well. So, yeah, we look for people right out of high school, and we train them to the skills that we need. Oh, that's fantastic. Brain gain. Yeah, there you go. And Part of the brain gain. gain. Part, Part of our whole brain gain initiative. Right. And as I here. learned from you, there's a career ladder, and everyone can step off the rung of the ladder at a different point. And straight out of high school, technically minded, gets great training on the job. Yep. Amazing career ahead of them. So. Eric, great stuff, man. Yeah. I'm so happy for your success. Really. Yeah, I, know you've been out of, I know you've been out a while, <laughs> but uh, I'm happy that Penn Northwest was there for you in the past, and we want to be there for people well, now the, and in the future. The Valley was very helpful here. You mentioned with the bank, First National Bank has been tremendously helpful to us over the years, and having that group with the city of Hermitage, Penn Northwest, et cetera, we couldn't have got it started if it wasn't for that to help kick that off. Uh, we were able to get everything taken care of, paid right away, and have been moving and growing ever since. Fantastic. Great commercial. Yeah. Love it. Right. Thanks yeah. a lot, Eric. Appreciate thank you so thanks very much. Appreciate, it, man. appreciate you joining yeah. us today we on the member spot. Right. Our big interview yeah. down the hall there. So <laughs> yeah. okay. thanks. You really, now we really have appreciate Tyler Hudson next. Oh, this is my Tyler. man right here. Another. I gotta tell you something. When I first met this guy, he was getting thanks carried he was me. getting carried thanks around for pushed around in a stroller by his parents is when I met his dad, but I think yeah. Tyler would might have been a whopping like three or four years yeah, old. Wow. Maybe. Absolutely. And I have watched this guy grow through the ranks just as a kid, then high schooler, yeah. coming to work with his dad all this yeah. time, then on to college. Now he's his dad still has the title of managing partner, but if you're around the Hudson group <laughs> Everything flows through Tyler. Okay. 
Thanks, Rod, for yeah. the recognition. Yeah. No, so I, I appreciate every it. minute so, of knowing this yeah, guy. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. it's a, yeah, it's mutual. So, but yeah, I, I'm Tyler Hudson with the Hudson Companies and a partner here with the Hudson Companies. And if you know some Hudson Companies history, uh, our organization was founded by my father, John Hudson, in 1977 in Sharon, Pennsylvania. So we, although located in Hermitage now, we've been lifelong Mercer County business uh, and residents. So uh, I couldn't think of a better county and western pennsylvania to be doing business in although our business being real estate investment real estate development and general construction takes us throughout the commonwealth of pennsylvania and into other states uh florida texas uh we have holdings uh you know throughout uh several different uh marketplaces uh mercer county has always been home and uh hearing some others hit on some key components here about some of the big parts of what makes it work in Mercer County is I really do think there's that great integrity and drive mm -hmm. from the team members that we recruit from this Western Pennsylvania region. Uh, the great work ethic, uh, the, the know-how and the pick it up and get it done, that's big in our industry. And, uh, and we've really seen that uh, here through Mercer County and uh, being headquartered in this well, location. With your dad, your brother. Yep. Your sister, yeah, absolutely. Other two brothers are getting yep. their feet wet in yeah. the business. Yes, absolutely. I mean, but things are growing. What I've learned over the last several months as I've been here at Penn Northwest yeah. is just general construction, but state's largest landlord, right? Absolutely, yes. Facilities. Yes, yeah. So tell us about all the different silos. Sure. Of yeah, I'd love to hit on the segment. So if you look at us uh, as a general construction company, our expertise is really K through 12 schools, educational institutional and other commercial office facilities as a third-party general contractor. That footprint is really anywhere within a five-hour radius drive of this location of where we go. So predominantly western to central Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and eastern Ohio. Um, you know, we have, uh, we've recruited additional uh, key staff even this year, uh, estimating and project management. Uh, we've boosted uh, and uh, we're probably geared up to do one of our large uh, largest years in the general construction That's company. Awesome. Um, hitting on some of our development components, yes, we've been a long time since the mid-90s, uh, been uh, the uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania's uh, largest landlord and uh, developer. We're finishing up uh, a brand new 150,000 square foot, uh, $50 million development downtown Harrisburg right now that's going to be leased back to the Commonwealth for 900 employees wow. uh, to call home that's going to occupy here in October. Um, um, and you're managing and all that from right here. In, we manage in, it all here from uh, Mercer wow. County. So yeah. it's all uh, out of our headquarters on the freeway uh, here uh, in the Shenango Valley. So uh, and then on the to the investment side of the business, we've been long uh, real estate investors, uh, whether it's projects that we development, develop for our portfolio, hold them and manage them in our portfolio or it's other real estate we acquire. Uh, we just closed on a couple transactions on the eastern side of the state, one in uh, downtown Philadelphia, a new apartment community, uh, growing our Pittsburgh portfolio. We have uh, uh, a couple new acquisitions that we've done over the past year and now gearing up for another uh, 148 unit apartment development in uh, North Oakland that uh, we're going to kick off here in 2022. So, Jeff, I think uh, I have a couple of buildings here at Linden Point. Don't yeah, you? absolutely. <laughs> yes, we have uh, two properties here in Linden Point, one to a local uh, regional uh, client uh, that we lease to and then one to a national client for Senia 
this uh, renal care that we lease to. So, uh, so that gives you an idea of our portfolio, and and it's all managed and headquartered out of here in Hermitage. So, you also have your own construction crew. Correct. Well, right? Correct. So yeah. You're hiring, yes. You're hiring yes. carpenters we, all the yeah, way Yeah, we're, we're uh, our construction company, the Hudson Group. We're uh, signatory with the Carpenters Union, and and have been since our founding. Um, so we have a lot of great workforce that's direct uh, on-site personnel where we self-perform uh, those activities. And like Rod said, uh, into uh, uh, you heard from Kismet and some of the other organizations that have helped us with some operational recruiting here today, too, and that are involved in our uh, uh, operational staffing components. So uh, absolutely. So. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I've, I had no idea, right? I, I'm a lifelong resident and grew up in the Shenango Valley, okay, right? right? right. I'm a West Hill kid. And sure. to know that a company such as Hudson with the size and scope that you're operating is fantastic. Okay, well, thank you very much. He's so a 32-year-old guy with 25 years of experience. <laughs> yeah, I've worked my whole <laughs> life. So, right. and, so uh, I always introduce yeah, Tyler. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. when I introduce Tyler to some of my friends <laughs> in the business, real estate or whatever, I'm like, yeah. hey, this is a 32-year-old kid with about 25 yeah, years of yeah, experience because right. this has really been your life hey, it really has. It always has been ever since I was a teenager. I mean, that's look, my dad, he always taught all of us kids how to work and right. uh, and whether it was through, um, you know, uh, acquiring a house to fix up and rent out. That's what I did when I was, you know, 16 and 18 and so and up through, you know, young 20s. But, you know, really, uh, it was instilling that work ethic. And that's what I've always done. And uh, and uh, and that's been great to know many others here that have been the same right, way. You know, Jeff, before we let him go, one more minute, though, because yeah. you guys are so involved in the community, so many different <laughs> charitable endeavors. You're on the board here at, at the East. Center, correct? So just talk about your family's commitment uh, to the valley yeah, and how deep those roots are. You know, Rod, thanks for hitting on that. You know, a, a long time, uh, you know, been committed to our uh, region, and uh, that started with, uh, you know, my father when he founded, uh, you know, Hudson Charitable Trust. They helped. Uh, 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 we did some fundraising back in the early years through golf outings and other sources. Now it's a little more private, but you know, we've helped and assisted with a uh, local area adoptions for those in needs to adopt children. Um, you know, uh, as you mentioned, I'm on the board here at the East Center at Linden Point. Uh, really believe in uh, growing, uh, you know, the economics of this region. Uh, you know, and, and you know, uh, you serve on the board of trustees at Teal College, just as my father John does yeah, and has been. Yeah. And, uh, you know, always very uh, uh, committed to, uh, you know, uh, our region and seeing economic development and for all of us to be able to prosper. So I think that community commitment and being involved is is really even back to how we recruit and how we do business. So it's it's what gets us to know everyone. So well, Jeff, your your guys are going to have a full time job. I would say right, right. We appreciate that. So continue to ramp well, it up. Well, we're excited to be included on this segment. Yeah. So Tyler, uh, it's thanks. been a real pleasure. Really, great so, to learn about that. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate yeah, it. Great stuff. Thank great you. stuff. Time to wrap with education. Right. We have one more member to. to review and education is such a key to our success right back on the brain game topic without education without education and the appropriate education for all involved where would we be as a community right so rod you want to introduce well, I, I just got to tell you my big audacious goal here at penn northwest is I, I look at the education ladder and i think our goal if we want to be successful and and we just had our census numbers come out over the end of last week and we dipped another almost 10% in population. And I think for us to build that back, we really need to have an economic opportunity for everyone that jumps off that education ladder, no matter 
Yeah, we can't all hire straight out of high school like Eric, right? Yeah, that's so right. Some, some of us need a little education and infrastructure in our right. lives. Right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So tell us, tell us what's Rural Technical. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Steer with Rural Technical yeah. Institute. I'm actually a teacher uh, there as of January this year. Um, they've been expanding as far as. Uh, bring on new educators with COVID. We've done a lot of online educating, which was kind of a, a change for LTI. Right. Um, but, but we're really ramping things up for this year. Um, we're here really to, to say thanks, as well as increase awareness and enrollment for our schools because, you know, the economic numbers show us we're really down. And, you know, unfortunately, Mr. and Mrs. Decker couldn't be here, so they sent me in because we need to have a voice. We need to get people into the school. There's a lot of great things happening, specifically here in Mercer County, as well as a few other locations that LTI has. Well, Jeff, we actually have some money set aside here at Penn Northwest, which we then have moved over to LTI. So we have $10,000 oh, sitting there for a welding program. But well, we're, targe we're targeting women and minorities with this money. So this is yeah. a call to action for women and minorities that might have an interest in coming to LTI and getting yeah. involved in your welding program. And that's been one of your more successful programs. Yeah, I mean, inside of the trades, we, we specialize in the welding and the electrical, um, which are very relevant and needed in, oh, yeah. in all aspects of all the we're, businesses Everything we've we heard today, to. trade, yeah. trade related. Exactly. So, so we really specialize in that as far as the trades, but LTI's got everything from nursing and respiratory, which obviously are, are very need. need right yeah, how now. are those programs going? Are they really, they're ramped so they're, up? So they are ramped up. So IT nursing, um, a lot of those out of need um, are, are really ramping up now. Um, we've got a lot of re really innovative things going on in Mercer County too, especially in our Sharon satellite location, which actually a lot of it started some of here down at the East Center. So we've got some cool things going on there as well. You know, we have Melinda on our staff here that mm -hmm. helped arrange all this. We want to thank her. But uh, she was down for the ribbon cutting for the Culinary Institute, right? Yeah, we've had like four ribbon cuttings there in the recent recent months. So wow. LTI and Sharon, uh, a few years ago, was actually closed. It was it was for sale. They moved all of their um, trades and, and office buildings to our Broadway location. Um, but through some collaborative uh, uh, organizations, they brought the Fab Lab, so Whole Life Services, Chamber of Commerce, Smart Institutes, and the Deckers got all together, and they started the Shenango Valley Fab Lab. So that kind of re-innovated the building, and just since then, I mean, during COVID, um, they put in the infrastructure for a half-acre garden, which supports the new culinary program, uh, a heated greenhouse, which kind of helps the food ecosystem, um, we teamed up with Whole Life Services to kind of bring in some fun type environment wow. for them. Yeah. Uh, we've got the is Fab it, Lab. There's, there's where where is the Fab Lab? I, yeah, I first yeah, I've heard 200 of it. Sterling Avenue, and the Fab Lab is is uh, innovation center where people come prototype ideas with a lot of equipment like 3D printers, laser printers, vinyl cutters. We use a lot of it for up-and-coming businesses to get labels and business cards and logos made. Wow. So it, it, it's, it's up. Is it in downtown Sharon? It's downtown Sharon. It's actually at LTI. Okay. Yep. So Laurel okay. Technical Institute housed it. Um, then they opened the culinary program. They brought the IT networking back. And then they actually restructured the business and accounting program to business and entrepreneurship, ah. which is where my uh, business partner, I, Mr. Morgan, got there um, uh, as an incubated business. And then we enjoyed the entrepreneurship, so we started actually teaching the business entrepreneurship. I mean, like who knew, right? I, I'm, I'm, this yeah. is for all brand new information, yeah. right? Yeah, and, I mean, and, with the culinary brought in Gigi's Table, which is chef and, chef and student-inspired meals. And we're, we're creating it for the students, but we're actually sharing it with the community. Yeah. Right. Well, that's why we so appreciate this opportunity to do the Mercer County Membership yeah. Spotlight. And LTI is another great organization that's really making an impact in this community. Yeah. 
educating our future workforce, yeah. right? And, and that, you know, where can people get a hold of you to The uh, best way more? is to go to laurel.edu or uh -huh. follow us on the Facebook pages because every week there's something new. So it's not just a school. It's a career-based education center yes. with, with both associate's degrees and cert cert certifications. Um, but there's so much other stuff going on down there. So laurel.edu or any other Facebook page. Do you have students that come in that are kind of unsure about what their sure. direction is? Like, how do you work work them through a process yeah, I mean, to get them The sample? normal process is you apply online so you can get down and talk to, do a tour, talk to financial aid because there's a lot of financial aid Available, out there. Right, yeah. Even in Mercer County, has got some specific uh, financial aid for education. So they would want to go to the website, can it come down for a tour, just surround yourself by people, right? Yeah. Like-minded people, have conversations, talk to career services, kind of try to figure out what you want to be when you grow up, and, and we'll help you. And there's a ton of support, financial support, for people that want to go down this path. I think that's yeah. one of the things we're really blessed with in Mercer County through the West mm -hmm. Central Job Partnership, CareerLink, the resources that you bring. We have some that can really help people. They're looking for career enhancement or a career change, or maybe they've never been employed. Yeah, but it can be a high school to, to, you know, misplaced uh, jobs, you know, plants shutting down, or you just want to change their career. We have a lot right. of culinary people coming in. They see the need coming up, and they're like, that was a passion. I always wanted to be, a, you know, cook or chef. So people are kind of really opening themselves up. Fantastic. Yep. And well, you get great. all this energy when you show right. up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm calming it down yeah. a little bit. Right. So. Right. People tell me I'm high energy. I'm like, no, I'm just high anxiety. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's right? the same, right? right. right. We really all appreciate right. you being thanks, with guys. us. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Oh, really great to see you today. So, Jeff, who would have thought all this great stuff going right. on in I mean, County? This is why I get fired up. Seriously. To come to, this is why I'm I get fired up to come to work every day. I mean, and we scratched the surface, right? We barely scratched the surface. Tell us more about the members. Well, you saw six of about 150, 160 members. We, we added 40 members last year wow. uh, to our ranks, and we did about 50 to 60 different plant and location tours. We're reaching into hospitality. Th th this organization was really founded to help bring smokestacks back to, to Mercer County. And that was a very big endeavor back in the 80s. Right. Uh, then we had NAFTA hit in the 90s, 2000s. So it just seems like hit after hit after hit. But in that period of time, we've seen education grow. We've seen retail grow right. with the outlets in Grove City. Uh, we've seen a lot of the companies that you saw here today that stuck it out and grinded it out, and now you know they're they're rope, uh, they're reaping some of those seeds that they sowed, Jeff. Right. But um, out of that 150 members, we still have our core in manufacturing. We still have that core in transportation. But you're seeing technical providers Amazing. of education, you're seeing uh, our hotels. Uh, we just did a very successful grant program here that came to us through the state, as, uh, as I mentioned at the start of our broadcast, that we're the Certified Economic Development Organization. And as such, we, we got to administer the COVID Hospitality Industry Relief Program here in the county. $1.2 million went back out to our restaurants and hotels. And many of them became members of Penn Northwest because they wanted to engage with the economic development fabric of the, of the community. And you told me there's actually a restaurant in town that does big business, right? And they shifted their model. So could you share yeah, a little big, bit about that? Not just big business, but what I like to focus on is on the employment side. So right. we, have, we have restaurants in Mercer County that are approaching $1 million in payroll. Wow, and just payroll. in payroll with 60, 70 full and part-time employees, and they're folks that you and I would go and have dinner 
you know, with friends or family, but they're committed. Yeah. They're committed to being here. So how does that tie into that factory owner or someone like a David George from Joy Cone? And so what we started to do uh, with our partnership with Teal College is we started to put these guys on, on air and, and these powerful women that are in business in Mercer County. And we call it Discover Mercer County Business. And Melinda, who I mentioned earlier, uh, she works to get those broadcasts uh, produced and all tidied up. And we're broadcasting them on uh, YouTube because we want to show the world what you showed the world today on right. this broadcast, that there's a lot the of great, cool things, happening, things here. happening here in Mercer County. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Rod, everyone's been generous with their time. We thank you for joining us for our first live Mercer County Membership Spotlight here at Penn Northwest Development Corp. Steve's doing an awesome job of reminding me to promote. In mid-August, you can read all about the great things happening in Mercer County. It's our Shenango Valley Spotlight. We have a great article about Penn Northwest and all the great things you've done. And uh, also included is the YSU Penguin Profile. So we're getting into football season, oh, fortunately. Yeah, that's fun. And so that's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, that's and, and, a lot of fun. You know, yes, there's a state border, but there's really culturally we're so tightly aligned that there's such a great interchange of ideas and information and innovation that we're thrilled to be here today. Well, we have the Division Three football on our side. You've got the Division One A uh, yeah. football. That's called something else now, the FBS now, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's fun to watch YSU. I, oh, absolutely. I, I love going over there. But before we go off the air, I just want to tell everybody, Jeff, thank you. It's been such a great run in partnership the, the first eight or nine months I've been here. Thank you for your interest in Mercer County and oh, what yeah. we're doing. Absolutely. And, uh, we really You're doing it. We're just here to cover and, and expose uh, all the I'm, great I'm, work that's happening. I'm stealing so. all your great ideas. Yeah. I told you that before. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're thrilled to be here, Rod. You've been a great partner. Thanks to Melinda as well and Steve and Mike and Ryan and everyone that's joined us. Oh, and thank you for tuning in. We uh, This is our live session. We also have recorded portions that will be released over time, so stay tuned for the next week or two to come. So all of these interviews will be boiled down into vignettes, we call them, and they'll be activated across our platform. So if you're not a subscriber to the Business Journal, it's pretty easy. Just hit the subscribe button on the upper right-hand corner of the website and read about all the great things happening here in Mercer County. Come see so us. Thanks for joining us thanks, today, everyone. Seth. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate, Appreciate it. You, buddy. Okay. So long, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today, because together we're building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development. So if you like what you heard, please share it with a friend and leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast player. Your feedback is very important to us. We want to make the show better all the time. And if you would like to give me direct feedback, email me, please. My email is j. H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N -R -R at business-journal.com or you can find me on LinkedIn. And lastly, would love to thank the members of the Brain Gain Coalition. Those headline collaborators include Farmers National Bank, Sweeney Chevrolet Buick GMC, the Mahoney Valley Manufacturers Coalition, and Southwoods Health. And joining them are members of the coalition including Eastern Gateway Community College, PNC Bank, the Moransky Companies, MCCTC, the Mahoney County Career and Technical Center, the Youngstown Business Incubator, Simon Roofing, the DeBartolo Corporation, Youngstown State University, and Junior Achievement of Mahoning Valley. Without them, none of this would be possible. So thanks again for joining us today. And remember, together we are building a culture of entrepreneurship and promoting workforce development.